G'day folks, welcome to the sixth episode of The Back Room. I'm your host, Donovan, and I'm joined by Kale. Hello. And Archer. G'day folks. As well as a very special guest by the name of Dylan Ridgeway. So how are we going today? Yeah, good. Yeah, pretty Dylan. good, Dylan. How are you? Yeah, going all right. Enjoying this nice weather. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty good outside, isn't it? Yes, a great change from winter. Mm. And just before we get into everything, um, on our second episode of the show on August 11th, um, we got a 1,000 listens for that show, so we would like to truly thank you from the, from our hearts. <laughs> um, thank you. This has been a great experience so far, only up to the sixth episode, and we do intend to keep on going. But uh, let's get into it. All right. So, Dil, where did you grow up and where did you play your junior cricket? Uh, I grew up in Carrum Boys, or I only lived in two houses and both in Carrum, either side of McLeod Road. So I've uh, experienced <laughs> north and south of Carrum. Um, uh-huh. Played my first year of junior cricket, I actually played at Seaford because Carrum didn't have a junior side. So I played under 11s for, a, I think, a year or two at Seaford. I was only about eight or nine, I think, and then still did Milo cricket at Carrum at the time and then came across to Carrum for... I think maybe a year of under 11s before going into under 13s. Um, and then also played one year at Chelsea Heights, Aspendale Gardens in the under 16s, um, where me, my brother, and a couple of other boys from Karen went across just to help them out. Played at Karen still the same same year, but it was um, Friday night cricket, so we, we could play both. And um, we won a flag that year, so that was pretty good. But yeah, other than that, pretty much Karen all the way through and just a year or two here and there. Yeah, so Dil, seems like you've been around the pond. Um, and <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, right? <laughs> well, more teams than we've all played. And um, speaking of that, um, were you a batter or a bowler or a wicketkeeper or even an all-rounder at those clubs? Um, well, I used to keep, actually, up until under oh, under 16, I think, and then I got uh, sore back at, the, at old age the rise old age of uh, 16 and I got a sore back. So I gave that up and took up my, as you know, part-time off spin, which is uh, some blokes play for the spin and they shouldn't do that because I just, it doesn't spin. Um, so yeah, part of the spin and open the batting in the twos now. So that's still a bit of a work in progress, but yeah, mate, I like to consider myself as a bit of an all-rounder, Arch. Yeah. Um, same as all of us here. Yes, correct. Um, Kale and I are still um, we're we're doing wicket keeping at the moment as well. You sure are. You're going so, well. You must have a good coach. Yes. Yeah. I wonder who that was. I, I think his name was Bill Ridgeway, <laughs> and uh, assistant coach was uh, Donovan Beatty. Oh, yes, yeah. it was. Oh, Donny yeah. coming down on his Saturday mornings to help us out. Yeah, I yeah. did get up every Saturday. <laughs> a hustle, but got there in the end. And uh, so, Dil, what's your highest score as a batsman? Um, if we count junior hundreds, I've got one junior hundred. Wow. Um, but in terms of, which is in the under-16s against Tukkarook, um, they weren't the strongest opposition and they didn't have a, quite a full side, but 100's 100, boys, you still got to hit the runs. Um, but it's senior cricket-wise, a uh, couple of 50s in the th- thirds and fourths and then 
49. Got 49 in the twos this year, so. Oh, that's been unlucky. Haven't quite cracked Can you impress him still? Cre- oh, yeah, Can you impress him? Some impressive batting figures there. Um, moving on to bowling. Uh, hopefully get it. Hopefully get a senior hundred one day. Yeah. Um, moving on from batting figures, do you uh, do you want to tell us what your best bowling figures were? Um, look, I don't, I don't like to look up my own stats, but I actually had no idea what my bowling fi- best bowling figures were when you sent me the questions, boys. So I had to uh, go on my cricket and have a little look. Turns <laughs> out. I've taken one five for I think five for fifteen. Oh, can't remember who against, but um, quite a few fourfers. But yeah, five fifteen is my best, which yes. I didn't even know. Yeah, well done. Well, that's Dale. pretty good. I would have expected you to have a full um, diary of all your PBs and <laughs> all those. Nah. Um, humble Kale, humble humble cricketer. Humble cricketer. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a team game, boys. Yes. Yes, it is. Well, um. Speaking of all that stuff, um, you've played pr- cricket in the UK, and um, how did this opportunity come about? Yeah, so 2019, or 2018-19 season, we had a couple of young English boys come over and play at Carrum. I'm not sure you boys would have seen them, but um, one of them ended up living with me, and I was still very close with both of them, um, and one of them ended up living with me, and an opportunity came up and their coach, club coach had asked if they knew anyone from Carum that wanted to come up back over with them and have a have a season with Furness um, up in England's northwest. Not the warmest of uh, summers I've ever had, but um, it was a great experience. And if you ever get the chance, I highly suggest doing it. It's great fun. You learn a lot about yourself. I was only 17 at the time. Turned 18 when I was over there, but it was, um, yeah, it was great fun um, on and off the field, mostly off the field antics, but... We'll save those stories for another day when your ears are a bit older, boys. Um, <laughs> but now nah, on the field, yeah, it was yeah. awesome. You learn a lot and you play a lot more cricket than over here. You've got pretty much at least two, if not three games a week. Um, and then watch it. It's pretty much something on at the club every night, whether it be junior training, playing junior games. It's just cricket on all the time. So that was awesome. I loved it over there. And, um, yeah, trying to get back hopefully very soon. Yes, well, um, since you've played cricket in the UK, um, is the standard of cricket um, the same here in Australia? It's a good question, actually, because I got this is probably the most asked question I got when I came back. Um, the first team, sort of the ones over there, they all the first team to get a professional, so a proper Sri Lankan professional who's played first class cricket um, in Sri Lanka or played for Sri Lanka. So the year I was there, they had a guy called Satyuth Patharana who played 20, 30 games for Sri Lanka. And he was a spinner like me and a batter. So he learned a lot of him. So I'd say because I have a professional, every team have a professional that they're, the standard's better. And I think they'd give Karam a good run for their money. But they also play on turf and we play on, on the Astro. So it's a bit, it's also, you know, who's grand we're playing on, what which conditions would suit which clubs. But then second team, it's mostly pretty even. You got kids coming through, but then you got your your middle aged younger guys who are you know, who are your base selection and who could play first team, um, if that if they needed. So yeah, I th- it, the second team is pretty even, I think. But I think the first team would just beat Karam's ones. And there's only two most clubs only have um two senior sides that play on a Saturday, if not only one. So 
it's a lot different over here where some clubs have seven or eight teams. So, yeah. Yeah, well, the cricket is pretty good down here in Caram, especially with Dylan Ridgeway coming down the pitch with his spin. <laughs> yes, still no, very talented that. bowler, very talented <laughs> player. Not sure about that much. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, you know, I think you're a great player, mate. Keep it up. Thanks. Thanks. Well, yeah. Um, I think who's got the next question, boys? Um, so, yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, Dill. Um, will you ever head back there? And if you are, um, are you looking forward to heading back there? Yeah, absolutely. So you probably, I think you boys, you know, I was meant to go back started last year for the season last year. But obviously, there's something floating around the air called COVID nineteen, which um. You're not allowed to go anywhere outside of your five kilometres if you live in Melbourne. So um, yes. that makes it a bit hard to fly to the other side of the world, 17,000 kilometres away. But, um, yeah, I was obviously due to go. I had my visa sorted and everything. So I'm now in the uh, process of getting all that sorted. And um, anywhere between the next couple of months and early next year, I'm hoping to go back um, now that it's looking like the – Scott Morrison's going to open the international borders up soon, hopefully, and yes. spend. I'll probably spend a couple of years over there living and working, um, not just playing cricket. So, um, yeah, but I'll obviously play cricket as well, and just live out, live and work over there for for a year or two as well. Which which I'm yeah, I can't wait because I've got some great mates over there that I haven't seen for a couple of years, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And will you um play for the same cricket club or? You, yeah, um, so I'll go, go back. Else? I'll go back to the town where I originally was a couple of years ago. Spend six months to a year there, have an, another season there, and then see what happens after that. Maybe, maybe go to live in London for a year and go and play some cricket there, if 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 the uh, chances come up. Ah, uh, yes, and yeah, so, very interesting. Yes, very interesting, Dill. Thank you. Hope you get there. Yeah, um, me too, Don. The end of this year. Well, next year, and uh, do you have any ambitions to coach over in England? Yeah, I did a little bit of coaching when I was there last year because they try and get the professional and the uh, overseas amateur, which is what I was classed as when I went there, to uh, do all the coaching programs at Furnace. So, um, yes, I was very much an amateur coach, don't worry, but I had some (laughs) role models to look up to who were level two and level three cricket coaches over there. in the professional that was Satch um, and also Jake Woods, who was a Cumbria cricket coach, who was like the coach of the reap, sort of the can- the county over there. So worked with him and we did a bit of coaching in schools as well. So that was good fun as well as, it, as, well as coaching at the club. So no, it's good fun. And obviously I coach you, you rat bags in under, what was under 12s last year? Under 12s, yes. You'll all be going up this year, but we made the semi-final this year. So I've done under 12s yeah. the last two years at Karen, which I, yeah, I love it. So, um, no, it's good. Most of the time when you all behave, it's good fun. And, yep. Yes, I'll yeah. look forward to doing it in the future more, hopefully. Well, relating on to what you um, what do you love about the – oh, yes. Well, what do you love about the about Karen, Karen Cricket Club? Love. Yeah, well, I've – Dad started playing, I think, oh, when I was very young at Karen. So, I've only ever known to be at Karen and – Grow up. I always spent, you know, when I was four, five, six, growing up every Saturday, going to watch Dad play all down the peninsula. And um, <clears throat> yeah, even to when I was 11, 12, just before I could 
start to play seniors, I'd go and watch Dad and I'd take me whites just in case I needed a subfielder in the twos. And I'm sure the boys, the older boys, have got plenty of stories. Me and Sammy used to take our food bag down and we'd munch on a uh, packet of raw pasta every week and they thought we were absolutely insane. But no, it's it's like a family over there, really. Um, when you grow up and you they're all around you and you grow up with them and then, you know, the older guys then take you out for your first beer at the pub and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty cool and, yeah, it's a, it's a great family club. It's a great career club. Uh, it's been a big part of my life, really. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, boys. It means a lot. Yes. Yeah, well, whenever we go down to the cricket club when we're allowed to go on rides and stuff, we we always see Dill's face around there. Yep. Tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, always there, boys. Yes. Working in the bar there now as well, so yes. I'm always around. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Sticking close to the club. And, um, Dill, as as you've coached uh, a fair bit, um, do you, uh, what's, what's your best coaching tip for junior cricketers? Juniors, just have fun, especially when you're young. Have fun with your mates. Enjoy it because, as I know, I grew up playing cricket with all my mates, but then come seniors and you get a bit older and people start to work on weekends or they choose footy over cricket or they just rather be at the beach with their mates or having a few beers on the weekend. You know, you don't end up playing with your mates. So um, enjoy it while, you, while you've got your mates around and hopefully that you play all the way up into seniors because it's great fun when you've got your mates even in senior cricket but yeah at, at a young age enjoy it have fun play with your mates but then when, when you end up that bit older if you're still into it push yourself as hard as you can and if you want to go to that top level um go for it i know you kale and archie have both playing school school cricket for halebury or, or you've played rep cricket so um yes. yeah push yourself as far as you can and who knows where you'll where you'll uh end up but yeah, if you can get a chance to even go overseas to play like I did, even if it's not serious, um, it's still good fun. Yeah, just enjoy it really because it's, lo- it's a long day, it's a long game. It's frustrating as we all know, but if you have fun, then it's all worth it in the end. Yeah, well done, Dill. I think you just helped out a lot of junior cricketers right there, mate. Well <laughs> done. And hopefully um, we can get into the cricket season for oh, well, this year and next year's season. Yes, yeah, hopefully. I think yeah. there's, they've said that there's going to be a delayed start, so and it's going to be an all one a one day um, comp again. So it'll be just be one day as a year, but I don't hopefully really it's sooner rather than later, boys. Yeah, I don't really mind yeah, if it's one day. I just want to get out there, you know, yeah, get nah. back to cricket. Yeah, just get back to doing something at least. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we missed out on footy, and so I guess hopefully cricket can help. Everyone, but um, got a few quick questions here. Far away. So, which AFL team do you barrack for? Go for the Blues. However, when I went away to England, I, it was hard to watch over there, so I hardly watched a game. And then last year with the COVID, I just sort of lost interest in it a bit. But I, I do go go for Carlton. But I also started following the soccer a bit and follow um the town I went to, Barrow AFC, which are in League Two in the English Football League. So, Carlton and Barrow I'll go for. All right. Very interesting. Well done. Um, Do you have a particular favourite food, Jill? Absolutely. Sushi. Love it. I'd live off it. I'd live off it. it. Yep. Absolutely love it. It's it's healthy and it's absolutely delicious. And, yep, I could 
eat it off the floor if I had to. I love it. Yes. Same here. Uh, same here. Mm. Um, and Dil, what's your favourite holiday destination? Well, if we're talking Australia, we're be cool in Gatta, which is on the Gold Coast. Um, but we've been on family holidays there ever since I was a little kid, so I love it up there. Surfing up there, it's always warm all year round. So yeah, it'd have to be cool and gather. Overseas, I'd say Spain. I've I've been to Bali a few times, which is I love Bali, but Spain, Spain for me was awesome. Love it. Yeah. I've yeah. always wanted to go to Spain, to be honest myself. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's very. I'm going. I'm going to Portugal sometime, maybe. I don't know, but um, yeah, Spain sounds really nice. And um, Kale, um, do you have yeah, a well, well, what are you looking forward to do once we are out of lockdown? Ah, uh, being allowed to leave out of the suburb <laughs> for a start, <laughs> um, and then. Catching up with some mates, I don't know, just, just simple things. My age, going to the pub and you know having a few beers with your mates. Um, but then in the in the long run, getting getting back to the UK um, is a priority. So hopefully that's that happens soon. Um, but yeah, that'd be a big one for me. Get going back around to the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hope um, yeah. that happens soon. We get out of lockdown, cases go down. So yeah, get vaccinated. I've had yes, both of mine. Yes, interesting. Well done, Dil. Yeah, give that. Yes, good, good, good on you, Dil. Yes. Helping out the community oh, and the state. <laughs> the whole country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, yep. And uh, last question, Dil. Uh, what's your favourite movie? Uh, this was another pretty easy one for me, Happy Gilmore. Well, got show- oh. Dad showed me this when I was about oh, too young for probably some of the swear words in it, but anyway. I love it, and I can quote a lot of it. Um, yeah, it's always a good laugh. I think Adam Sandler's a great actor, and he's just he's just goofy, and he's quite funny. So, yes, yeah, I, I love Happy Gilmore. I watch it quite often, and yeah, it's a yeah. ripper ripper movie. Great movie. I reckon mm-hmm. me and Archer. The amount of times me and Archer and Don have watched that movie. Oh, as, as long as you don't repeat the swear words, boys. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Won't do any of that. No, Dill, we'll keep the language on a very, on a low, on a very yeah. low. I know you boys are respectful with your language. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's pretty, pretty interesting about your favourite movie. Yeah. So, well, what's your yeah. favourite movie, Done? boys? Give me your favourite movie. Uh, oof. Um, Throw, I've oh, thrown you under the bus here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no, um, I don't even know. Don's a uh, stepbrother. Sure He's got a stepbrother's t-shirt. Oh, that's a great movie. Very funny. <laughs> and our, um, our podcast picture profile picture thing is based off the stepbrothers. Yeah, that movie. Donnie looks like one of the stepbrothers. Actually, he's got the curly, fuzzy hair. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I reckon he does, and I do get called Lloyd Christmas a lot, so. <laughs> oh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's, prob- that's, that's, that's a pretty good movie, good so I'm going to say yeah, that's fun. my favourite movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. What about you, Arch? Um, uh, I'll just throw it out there. It's probably got to be... Uh... You'd like High School Musical or something, wouldn't you, Arch? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm not a big fan of that, actually. Um, it's probably got to be Thunderstruck. I, I watched that the other day. KD, I love him. Love and, um, That's a very good movie. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. That's pretty, uh, pretty good. Pretty a bit good. of texting done? Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, Dill, very much. Uh, you've been a very good special guest. Um, maybe you could have you back one day. But uh, once again, thank you. Um, hope you'll listen in for the rest of the remainder of when we do the show. Um, and now, just like usual, we'll get into the normal podcast, starting with the breaking news um, slash headlines. So, start off with a little coronavirus. But um, so today, Victoria recorded two hundred and twenty-one new cases, which um, Definitely not the best. No. Um, well, it's not. I'm pretty sure Dan Andrews pretty um fed up with all of that stuff. And, yeah, hopefully the case numbers go down. But I'd like to say one more thing. Thanks, still for joining and um, yeah. answering all the questions. Um, so cheers for joining. Yeah, have a good uh, one, Thanks, Dale. boys. Thanks for having me. I've, list- I've listened to your first few shows and they've been good. So keep going. Yeah. You're doing a good Thanks job. Thanks for support, Dale. Thank you, Dale. Thank you. Continue, um, Duncan. Uh, yeah. So Dan Andrews in the case. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. High cases. Not the greatest at all. Um, little, just, a little bit of a rise. Yeah. All we have to do really is just obey the the rule. Um, the law enforcement's put in place, and I reckon we'll pull through. Mhm. But um, also, New South Wales still um, still. Uh, uh, they've got still so many cases. Like today, they recorded one thousand four hundred and eighty new cases. So they're struggling a little, but um, hopefully they get through it, and hopefully Victoria gets through our cases and soon, but sooner than we know it, we'll be out of lockdown, uh, ready to play cricket, um, play footy, do whatever we want. Uh, it'll be good. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wise words, Don. Thank you. Uh, so, and for the next election, state election, which whenever that is, I forget when it is, but the Liberal Party, Matthew Guy, has retaken the leadership. So um, that's good for him. And I know he was the, um, he was leading Liberal as well in the, in the latest election, but Dan Andrews came out on top on that. And uh, last one, so it was announced this week that the grand final will be played at uh, 7.15pm on the 25th of September at, uh, of course, in the West Coast, uh, off the stadium. So what do we think, fellas? I, I, um, well, oh, okay, you can go first, sorry. Right, well, um, I mean... I would have loved it to be at the MCG, as everyone would. But um, I reckon hopefully they um, get a good crowd down there, good atmosphere, and hopefully Melbourne can win it. Yeah, if, if they, they get here. Um, I personally think that I've always wanted to see a night grand final. I've never seen one. And I'm excited to see a night grand final. Uh, I really think that'll be pretty... Um, 
I reckon that'll be pretty cool. And um, Optus Stadium, uh, yeah, I feel like that is the right place to put it, definitely. That's smart. Um, that's very smart by the AFL um, committee. And, um, yeah, as everyone else would have liked to it to be at the MCG, I agree with them. And, yeah, that's all I've got to say. Mm-hmm. And now it's the Paralympics, so... Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, may as well keep going. Uh, the Paralympics, as you know, came to a close um, this week or last week and uh, China finished on top and I just have to put it out there. They have got some pretty damn good athletes. Um, they came first in the normal Olympics too, I believe, and I just think that's – they're just really – they're just really good at – both Paralympics and Olympics. Um, I'll just do a few medalists uh, from the Aussies. Oh, and we ended up coming eighth. Um, in the women's marathon, um, we won a gold from Durazio. And I'm just, yeah, I'm stoked about that. And I reckon she should keep up the good work. Um, in the men's marathon... Uh, we got silver from Clifford, and I think once again, I think we're um, doing really well in our marathon running, and uh, I'm just really excited to see what we can do next year. And um, we won gold in the men's um, canoe sprint, and yes, um, once again by McGrath and. Once again, just I'm really excited to see us um, in the next in um, uh, is it Paris? I reckon I reckon we can win another gold, and you can't you can't bring up the Paralympics without um, Dylan Olcott. Yes, mm. he's a gold medalist. Um, Dylan Olcott, he's just a machine tennis player, and he beat Sam Schroeder. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's also retiring from the Paralympics, so I don't think he's going to play. He's not going to participate in next year's Paralympics, but maybe, just maybe, someone just as good as Dylan Alcott, which is extremely hard, can t- replace him, which would be extremely hard. Hard to fill up those shoes yeah. after the many accolades and achievements he's gotten. Yes, he's guaranteed um, best men's wheelchair tennis player in the world. So um, do you want to move on to NRL? Uh, yeah, NRL. Yeah, move on to NRL. So this is the last week um, last week of the round. Last week of the, se- uh, last week of the season, sorry. Um, the Raiders took on the Roosters and the Roosters came out on top 40 to 16. That's a good win for them. Um, Donnie, I don't know if this is your team or is it? You have a jersey of it for them. Uh, the Storm beat the Sharks. I'm sorry to tell you, Don. Yeah. Funnily enough, I, I do have a jersey of both. Um, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, they are my two favourite teams. Slightly favour Storm, though, and I do hope they go on and win the Premiership. Yeah. Um, the Panthers Panthers took on the Eels and absolutely destroyed them, 40-6. to six. But the Panthers have got such a strong... Um, Strong side, you know. You got that young superstar, Nathan Cleary, and 
I think they've just he's brought a lot of confidence to that team and they've just destroyed the Eels. The Broncos um, beat the Knights 35-22, to which is um, good for the Broncos, you know, getting back sort of into winning ways. But now it's the end of the season, so I'm pretty unlucky. Um, the Sea Eagles beat the Cowboys 46-18, to so another another score in the 40 zone. Um, the Rabbitohs took on the Dragons. The Dragons put up a great fight, but the Rabbitohs just pulled through by just a try, 20-16. to and well done to the Rabbitohs, but good fight by the Dragons because the Rabbitohs are a very strong side. And the last two um, games of the of the round and the season, oh, they were very high scoring games. The Titans took on the Warriors, forty four to zero. Not a great day to be a New Zealand Warriors fan. Um, the Bulldogs, the bottom of the ladder team versus the thirteenth on the ladder team. Uh, came out on top 38 to zero. So, you know, that might might have been very good for a bottom of the ladder team to win like that. And, um, boys, now that the qualifiers are on, uh, I reckon we should do our predictions for the qualifiers. Mm-hmm. So, in the first game, it's a Storm versus the Sea Eagles. Who do you reckon will win? I, my tip is the Storm. My tip is the storm, and sorry, guys, I was just having some internet issues again. Yeah, so. it's all right, Kale. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think just because we're Melbourne Storm fans, it's a no-brainer for us. Um, the Roosters taking on the Titans. Who do you reckon will win? Roosters. Roosters. Um, yeah, I reckon just after this week's performance that they put on, I reckon the Roosters will win. Um, the Panthers versus the Rabbitohs. Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. I'm going to go Panthers too, even though they are, um, if I just check here, they are second and third with the Panthers second and the Rabbitohs third. That is um, that's going to be a really nice, uh, really good final to watch. But uh, I am rooting for the Panthers. And uh, last game of the qualifiers, Eels versus the Knights. Who are you guys going for? Mm, not too sure here. Uh, maybe I'll just go the Knights. Just yeah, right, the Knights. Well. Yeah, I'm going the Knights as well. All right, I'm going the Eels. I don't know. It's just the match, uh, the season history, and I reckon they'll win. And that's all from NRL. Um, do you want to move on to the US Open, Don? It's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh. Since we last covered it, which was a week ago, we uh, missed quite a bit. But um, so only six remain in both the women's and men's singles and a big exit. But Ash Barty um, lost after a, quite a big comeback from Shelby Rogers. Well which, done, Shelby. Mm-hmm, it was a great win. Uh, very unexpected, but um, Hopefully Ash Barty can get back in her mojo after losing the Olympics and now the US Open. Yes. Mm-hmm. She hasn't had a very kind run, has she? No, she isn't. No. I reckon just an I reckon just another the next tennis game she plays, I reckon she'll get a good nice win in. She'll feel like she I reckon she'll get her mojo back after that. Mm-hmm. Um but continue Dom. Um so and there's no um, I believe there's no Australians left in the US Open, 
So it's a, been a pretty bad year for the Australians, but uh, come summertime, the Australian Open, um, home soil, um, could be winning in both women's and men's singles. And I believe in the Aussie Open, I reckon Ash Barty will pull through. Like you said, Don, home soil, I reckon, will pull through and win the grant and win the title. Yeah, I truly do hope so. And there's a couple of games on tomorrow, just like uh, Sverev, um, the German superstar, um, is playing uh, South Africans Harris. Um, and then Djokovic is playing Berrettini. And then in the women's, there's just Radu Kanu playing Benchich, who Benchich actually did win gold in the Olympics. So. Yes. Could uh, win Olympic gold and uh, the US Open title, but uh, I, I guess. I think after that, I think after that gold medal win, I think she'll be. You know, yeah, I reckon she'll be pretty confident in the US Open. Mhm. And, um, and then the last game, just Pliskova versus Sakari. So, I'll be watching some of those games. I know, but that's it for the US Open. We'll have the final scores next week, um, but now I'll hand it over to Kale for the AFL. Yes, well, the um, week two of the AFL finals was on this weekend, and it was um, so, um there was only two games, so only two days of football. But um, it wasn't a very it was a very interesting weekend, and we had the Cats versus GWS down at Optus Stadium. Um, I'm pretty sure. Everyone expected the Cats to win this one, and they were all right. The scores were 103 to 68. I reckon GWS maybe need a few more years to get into that finals groove. Yeah, and also, yeah, and also losing Toby Grant. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just a confidence or a mental thing, but I think it might have been a confidence thing in this um, context because I feel like after losing Toby Green, they just weren't on. No, they were not. And then we had the um, best game so far of the year, I reckon. I, I loved it. Um, nail-biting finish, the Lions versus the Dogs at the Gabba. Lions home ground. The scores were 78 to 79, and the Dogs came out on top by one point. So what did you guys watch that game? Uh, yeah. I watched the last quarter, and... I'm so disappointed in myself that I didn't watch the whole game because I really would have liked to. Yeah, it was a really good game. And I think it was Vandermeer who scored the game-winning point. So Yeah, yeah. he just kicked it. And Bailey Smith had a great game as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Three goals and had a lot of touches. And I reckon that was his best game so far. Yeah. So that was a great game. Now... We have the AFL tips for the prelims this week. Now, um, I'm hoping the Ds are going to come out on top against the Cats at Optus Stadium on Friday night. What do you reckon, boys? Uh, Ds. Ds. Ds, let's hope so. Um, There was a late, or not late, but there was a Joel Smith, one of the Melbourne backmen, is out this week. He's one of our key backmen, I guess. Yes. Um, tall. He's being replaced by Michael Hibbard. So oh. Hibbard hasn't played um, in a couple of weeks or a couple of games. So hopefully he can get in the groove of finals and hopefully play a really good game. Yeah. 
I trust Tibbet on um on the flank, half back on the half back flank, and I reckon I reckon the D's defense stay the same and be like a brick wall. Hopefully, we all perform after getting that week off, that extra week of rest and um, extra week of training. training. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, we have the Dogs versus Port at Adelaide Oval on Saturday night. That will be a very interesting game. Who do you reckon will win that one, boys? Port. Port, Port, I reckon, home ground advantage. Um, Definitely. uh, I think Port will come out on top and they'll have confidence coming yes. out from that win in the first week of the finals. And, yeah, so let's see who makes the grand final. Yes. Mm-hmm. And let's, who, let's see who will be playing on that um, on that night in Perth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's, hopefully it's Melbourne. Yes. And hopefully I can be watching that. But just another bit of news from the AFL there. After this week... There will be a week off leading into the grand final. So an extra week of training for the teams. And lockdown does end on the 23rd of September. They want that to be the date. So And the grand final is on the 25th, as Donnie said before. So hopefully we're all out of lockdown. We can all catch up for the granny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome if that could happen. And is yeah, that it? Fun fact now. Oh, yes, um, fun fact. Um, yes. So the last time Melbourne won a premiership was the AFL season of 1964. So they're hoping to break the drought here this yes. year. So, a, lot of, a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, that's very interesting. That up. Yeah, I know. I mean... Okay. You can't win any battles against, um, what's it called, AFL teams and your friends who go for other AFL teams because you haven't yes. won a grand final since then. So yeah. I can just bag you about that. But then we have the question, which is, who was the captain of the Premiership side in 1964? So who captained Melbourne in 1964 to that Premiership? Make sure to send your answers to the Instagram for a shout-out next week. And um, relate on the base of the shout-outs. We have shout-out for this week, Angus Reid. So, um, well done, Angus. Let's, let's um, hope he's listening right now. And, yeah, so that make sure to send those to the Instagram. First one gets a shout-out. So, yeah, Don, you have Movie of the Week. I do, and our movie of the week, just like we did with Freddie, um, is going to be Happy Gilmore, as it's Dylan's favourite movie. So, uh, of course, it's starring um, a very famous, very funny actor, Adam Sandler. Um, So he's made so many good movies, so many funny movies. It's incredible, and it's directed by Dennis Duggan, I believe, and... He's actually directed most of Adam Sandler's movie, like uh, yes. Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, um, Don't Mess with the Zohan. Oh, so, very funny movie. Yeah, all, all those movies, so uh, they're comedy icons they are. So. Yes, Comedy Gold by Adam Sandler. Well done to him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything do you have else any- to say? 
What what is about? What's the movie about, Don? Oh, uh, the movies. So this guy, Happy Gilmore, is his name. He uh, he tries. He wants to be a professional um, ice hockey player, but uh, that didn't work out. But you know, he accidentally came across how good of a golfer he was. So he became a professional golfer. Um, he's got a massive swing. Um, got numerous hole in ones from his massive swing and uh, Everything is. went on to he's got numerous um, counts of assault as well from his anger yeah. issues yes he's a very um, fiery tempered person he is and in the end he oh spoiler warning so how about yeah. we don't spoil yeah fair enough but I, we do recommend it it's a great and funny film to watch yeah. from Netflix uh, Netflix and Foxtel, if you have it. Yes. It's also so on DVD that's... as well, boys, if you've ever heard of that. Yeah, uh, DVD. Yeah, right uh, DVDs, I mean, I'd, hopefully everyone uses Netflix now, but maybe if you have a DVD, I've done that. So, yeah. But uh, just about wraps it up. Anything you want to add, boys? Um, no, I'm all done. Um, I think we say our goodbyes. Yeah, yeah. it was a great episode. Yeah, a nice lengthy mm-hmm. one too. Yeah, and thanks, Dylan, for joining us as well. Yeah, no worries, boys. Good. Good job. And um, I think we wrap it up, boys. See you, everyone. Yeah, all right. See you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. See Good you. Good evening. Boys are back in town, boys.